Well, hello. Welcome back to another episode of American Dudeocracy. Smoking it up in the honey hut with uh, the two dudes, the three dudes, but two dudes, not counting me, dude, Mayor Dave. What's up, buddy? Well, it's been a beautiful day. Spring's on the way. Mm. I'm a happy boy. So good. I, I love it. We're getting lots of moisture. And so uh, lots of things to look forward to. It's only about a hundred degrees less than what Dave likes. <laughs> yeah. I like a hot baby, Mister Lizard, That's Lizard right. himself. That's right, Lake Powell Davo, Mayor <laughs> Mayor of Lake Powell Davo, <laughs> Liz- Lizard Lips Hayes. Vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Kamikaze, El Kamikazo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here, presente. <laughs> Aqui. Aqui. Yeah, right. One of these days, we'll actually have to figure out how to say that one in Spanish. So we don't, <laughs> so we don't sound like three white idiots. <laughs> Dwayne is the kamikaze because he is actually a pilot. Mm-hmm. That's right. A pilot of an aircraft. Pilot. Probably a balloon, right? No? Well, we we think we've we've never seen him actually yeah, fly. I'm with yeah, you. let's uh, keep it keep you. that uh, yeah, yeah. on the download, Dave. I mean, uh, don't need to mention that. Uh, let me hit the VPN. <laughs> <laughs> Still alive after our last episode, so the Clintons haven't got me yet. Mm-hmm. Just uh, wait. Yet, yeah, just wait. And mic drop, Matt. Yeah, abracadabra. <laughs> Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> abracadabra, Holmes. Well, fellas, you know. It's been uh, quite the journey last little while. So many things going on. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm already talking too much. I've let my cigar go out, so I, I'm fired. I'm already <laughs> fired. I guess I better take a second here and uh, clear the air, and I'll relight. <laughs> I'll hand it over to El Mayor Dave on well, the spot. Let's do that. Well, I think we're uh, actually before we begin the podcast, we're talking about Matt's goal and his feature for this weekend is his run the run of I, all I, runs i think we need to know about what's going yeah. on here. <laughs> yeah the the weekend challenge uh you know man again like to to explain it's always a little weird kind of talking we talk a lot about holding ourselves accountable and talking about self-improvement and this and the other but always like when you get down to talking about what you're doing it's always kind of weird right i always feel like i'm well, you know, bragging or it's just weird to me. I don't like talking about that myself a lot, but you know, man, it's, uh, it's been a journey. So I guess a little recap, right? So, uh, October 26th of 2021, uh, decided to, uh, start running again. I swore off running when I got out of the Marine Corps in 2003. So <laughs> I made it. And haven't ran since, right? And very, very little uh, <laughs> forest. Other, other than to catch the airplane, maybe. Beer, beer runs and across <laughs> yeah, run. the airport, <laughs> catch the flight. Uh, so I, you know, pretty much said I'm done running, and I, I, I did a pretty good job of that for uh, 18 years ish, a little over 18 years, and uh, but decided, you know what, man, got a hold of a couple books. Um, the one in particular was uh, "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins. And I, I kind of went through a series of books, started reading again and getting more into that uh, stuff, that mental headspace, if you will. Uh, but found that book by David Goggins. And and in it, you know, he talks about a part that really kind of hit me square in the face uh, was where he calls out 
your weaknesses. Like a lot of people like to double down on their strengths, right? And we we generally do. Like, hey, I'm pretty good at this. We'll take to it and we'll improve on that because we already feel like we're pretty good at it. So it's it's a little less of a challenge uh, to to do the things that you're good at and to you enjoy a little more, blah, blah, blah. But he talks about not only doubling down on your weaknesses, but tripling down on them. And and that hit me kind of right in the face. I was like, you know, man, I have been avoiding doing this. I, I know, uh, like most of us do, but I, I felt like I knew that uh, cardio and, and running and heart health and all those things are probably one if not the most important aspect overall of your, your healthy lifestyle life changes. It's kind of the best way to get an overall better health. So it's like, you know what, man, it was about halfway through the book. Like, you know what? He convinced me. Um, I, I wouldn't even call it like motivated Dang him anyway. Yeah. Damn you, David Goggins. Stinking Goggins. He's, he sounded so convincing. I hate oh, you, Goggins. man. Listening to his story. I was like, I have, I have no excuses uh, that even make the list of can't do it. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just being a bitch. Uh, so it's like, oh, I'm going to lace him up, go for a run. And I, at the time, you know, I felt like I was in decent shape and dude took off from the house. Cause you work out normally, right? Just yeah. at the gym and whatnot occasionally. Yeah. So I would say I was probably, I would, I would put myself in like the top maybe 50% ish like not out of shape used to work out lift weights do classes but it could keep up was pretty strong blah 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 uh but cardio wise you know i i was dude i I didn't realize how out of shape i was uh so i like bought a smart watch an apple watch right and i was like yeah actually i didn't buy it we had one and i was like i'll just use that so I put that little thing on. It's got a little heart monitor on it. And I was like, oh, cool. Checking out this new technology stuff and kind of gave me a little little boost into it. And I noticed, you know, my resting heart rate at the time when I started, like my resting heart rate was about a 68, 67, 68. And by all stats and measures for age, weight, height, it's, that's about normal for a normal average American. And so I went out on my run. Laced up shoes, put on my headphones, jammed out. I had a whole playlist, dude. Like the night before, yeah. like I'm going to get up at 4.30 and I'm going to go get it. Made this big ass playlist. <laughs> an hour's worth Better of good do songs. an hour just in case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just I got in case. At least an hour. <laughs> just so you guys know, it was like Barry Manilow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Buffett, yeah, not, yeah. Not real good running music. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I listen to more of that now. Uh, oh. <laughs> ironically enough. Well, I had like Rage Against the Machine and Metallica and, you know, workout music, right? I so there'd be some mariachi band. Yeah. <laughs> cha, 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 cha. And uh, so laced up, got alarm went off, got my ass out of bed. was like, this today's the day. Took off, hit play, started all my electronics, took off running, dude. <laughs> and I think I made it through one and a half songs. <laughs> Might have been like, I don't know, four minutes. <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> uh, not just a huge maybe. I don't even know if I made it through a song. I wasn't even listening to the music because all my check engine lights started going off. <laughs> ding, I took ding, off ding. running, right? I'm like, okay. <laughs> I feel pretty good. And then I started 
really getting hot and getting out of breath. And then things started hurting and getting all wonky. And I'm like, oh, God, I think my chest is caving in. Like, I'm, <laughs> uh, all right, that's got to be about a mile coming yeah. up on a mile. And then I had to stop. Like, I got to the point where I was like, oh, man, like all the check engine lights going off, caution light, master caution panels all lighting up. I'm like, I should probably slow down. So I like slow down, stop. It's bad when it's blinking. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Extra bad. Pull yeah. over when it, when the light starts blinking. Right. I had like a I had like a, a cramp. This little cramp that always started like mid back, like toward the inner of my spine. Like this weird muscle that cramps up, and it it was full blown like cramped at this point. I'm like uh, uh, trying to run. So I like stop, push pause, look at my watch. It's like. 0.22 miles <laughs> it was it might have even been less it was it was less than a quarter of a mile right when you were thinking like 2.2 miles oh dude in, in I, your, your head it was i thought 2. it was two miles i thought it was at least like 0.9 <laughs> right i'm like this thing's gonna click over to a mile any second like i killed it like like barely a quarter of a mile dude oh and, my gosh and that reality hit me as i looked at my watch and i'm breathing hard and i'm like <laughs> and then i'm like i think this might be the same song that i started listening to <laughs> yeah like reality starts setting in as i as the ego floats away and gets smashed <laughs> yeah like hey, did did you have to call sunshine to come and get you then? yeah <laughs> dude i i i thought that if i kept going like my my smartwatch was going to alert the ambulance because i was going to pass out you know the life alert yeah yeah, yeah. And all these, all these things, all my brain, the the inner bitch brain that has been sitting on the couch and drinking beer and whiskey and working out and eating meat and getting big, was was telling me you're gonna die. Uh, I was probably not even close, right? But at the time, <clears throat> again, like reality <laughs> slowly sinks in, the ego fades away very quickly, and I like turn and I I start really looking at where I'm at versus how far I made it. Cause now I'm like coming to in reality. I'm like looking around down the road, like, well, there's my house. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> it's like right there. I'm like, I could hit it with a baseball. I'm like, <laughs> damn man. <I'm> like, <laughs> Holy hell. So I'm like walking back to the house and the whole walk, I pause the music <laughs> And I'm just walking back to the house and I'm just having this inner dialogue like, damn, damn, all that tough ass reading books about Goggins being a Navy SEAL and running 100 miles and ultra marathons and losing 100 pounds and pull up records. And and I'm like, (laughs) 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 And, and I get back to the house. And I'm gone maybe a total of 12 minutes, including my walk back. <laughs> and I like go in the house and go into the room and sit down and I'm like, take my shoes off. And I'm sweaty. Dude, I'm sweating. And I like take my shoes off and I'm like, like, this is, this is unsad. So I yeah. immediately like, you know what? Immediately like looked in the mirror. I was like, all right, dude, at that point. The longest I had ever ran without stopping was eight miles at that point in my life. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to set this goal. I'm going to set a goal and I'm going to commit to this right now. I reset my phone alarm, 4.30 the next morning, uh, started drinking water. And I said, I'm going to run 
every single day of my life until I run for eight miles without stopping. I didn't care about pace. I didn't care about how long it was going to take for me to get to eight miles. At that, I really thought it was going to take months. It's like, I, and I'm committed. I was so mad at myself and so ready to change. I'm like, I will do nothing else. I will not allow myself to touch a weight. I will not allow myself to eat sweets, drink. I'm not going to do anything until I hit eight miles. That is my goal. I don't care. I remember that. Yeah. I remember you basically saying, I'm not, I'm not hitting the gym for a while. No weights. It's going to yep. be all cardio. Yeah. Cause I remember that because of that point in my life, right? Like I loved, I still love lifting weights. I, I really like building strength. Mm-hmm. I, I dig that stuff, clinging weights and, you know, getting calloused hands and slapping chalk, freaking <laughs> dragging the bar up your shin till it bleeds, you know, yeah. s- just all that goofy caveman shit that we like to do. But I, I was going to punish myself and hold myself accountable because every time in my life, I'm like, all right, I'm going to start hitting the gym, but I'm going to do cardio. And cardio goes right out the window. Tomorrow. Cardio tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the workout. That was my program. Yeah, tomorrow on leg day, I'll do cardio. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would do leg day, but I just would never do cardio ever. Um, So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. And I set my alarm. The next day I got up and I ran and it wasn't much better. Uh, It was a little better because I was prepared to die (laughs) if I didn't make it a little further than I did. I was like, I will die. If I die on the side of the road today, that's what's going to happen. I am, but I'm going to make it past that freaking point where I didn't make it yesterday. And and I took off and I ran and I might've made it half a mile that day. I didn't really keep good track because I was just past that, past that. And I did it every day and it took me three weeks. So every day I would get up at four to four thirty in the morning and I would take off running. And it took me three weeks of running every single day before I ran for eight miles without stopping. It took me three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. It it I was one. I, again, I, I tell the little bit of the backstory because I I was super I don't want I was super motivated at that point because I was so embarrassed, my ego smashed and I saw myself for the first time in a while where I was like, wow, you have been full of shit (laughs) for a while, you Mm -hmm. sucker. And, and so three weeks later I hit the eight mile mark. Uh, and, uh, was like, you know what? I am going to run at that point. My, my craziest goal that I could come up with was I'm going to run every day for the next three months. So I just kept going every day. And then on Christmas, I got up, we had Christmas morning, Christmas day, everything was good. We went to have Christmas dinner and grabbed a glass of wine. I was like, I'll have a glass of wine. It's Christmas. Drank a glass of wine, refilled the glass of wine, (laughs) drank another glass of wine, refilled (laughs) the glass of wine. And I, at that point, I was like on glass three or four, five. I drank a bottle of wine and I, and I <laughs> just give me the bottle. Well, that's exactly. And I, I, I looked at the glass of wine. I looked at the bottle after I poured the last bit of my bottle into my glass. I was like, what, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like you, you have a goal and you committed and, and this isn't gonna let me get there. So guess what, son of a bitch, 
put it down. No alcohol. You get zero alcohol until you can run 100 miles in a month. So I put down the alcohol, <clears throat> fully knowing that I, I didn't ever know if I'd reach 100 miles a month. So December 25th, 2021 was the last day that I had a sniff of alcohol. Mm-hmm. January, just the next month, I ran 100 miles. So then I'm like, I'm going to run 100 miles every month for the next three months. So then I, three miles every single day, a little more than three miles here and there. I ran 100 miles for the next couple of months. And then out of nowhere, a good buddy of mine I grew up with, Aaron, Aaron's like, he, you know, I've read the book and I was talking to him, bouncing some things off of him. He's like, man, this is super cool. Congratulations. He's like, have you heard of this four by four by 48 challenge that Goggins put on? Check it out. It's insane. And it happens the first part of March. So January, February, I'd already ran a hundred miles each of those months. And then like the first weekend in March was the four by four by 48. And the format is you, you have a four hour block and you go out and you, the goal is to run or walk or crawl or whatever Mm -hmm. for four miles. And you have a four hour block to do it in. And then in four hours, it resets and you have to redo your four miles and you have four hours and it goes on for 48 hours for 48 miles. And at the time I'm reading that thing and the rules, I'm like, that's 48 miles with no rest. Like, this is insane. Sign me up. I'm going to do it. (laughs) Like, why not? Right. Like I'm building momentum. Like to hell with it. I'm going to do this. And, And to their credit, myself, my wife. Uh, a couple of the kids, the boys, we like, we're all going to go for it and just see what we could achieve. And we all started and shoot sunshine all in was like 24 miles. Wow. Yeah. Derek Dang. did like 28 miles. Uh, wow. Jaden Sterling, everybody did at least double what they thought they could do. And we all built up to it for like maybe a month. So like from a family standpoint, dude, it was, it was a huge accomplishment for everybody. And I remember getting to that 20, like it goes in sets of four, right? Four, eight, 12, 16 from mile 16 to 20. I just remember thinking like I was, I was walking a bit here and there. Like I'd take off. I was so sore, hurt so bad. And, uh, I was like, there's no way I'm going to make this. And then I just like gutted it out and I made all 48 miles. And I just remember thinking, I wonder what's going to stop me next, right? Like I just made 48 miles. Like I didn't think there was any chance in hell. Um, but after like what, like four, three, four months now, three months of mind change, really two and a half months at that point with no drinking and seriously getting after it actually bought some good running shoes hint hint for anybody out there getting ready to get started don't buy the cheapy 30 dollars shoes i i my feet hurt so bad for the first couple weeks i could barely walk like i had to buy some good running shoes yeah good equipment is a must especially uh for those that are in their 40s or over their 40s <laughs> <laughs> um we're not we're not looking at dave by the way yeah yeah you yeah, can't not, see not that at all not i at know all. 40 49 sucks it, yeah, yeah not at all so uh so yeah that's kind of what started the whole deal and it's been since then um i've ran mostly four to five six seven days a week since then i've went through uh i think i just retired 
my, I want to say sixth or seventh pair of shoes in a couple of years. And I get about 600 miles per pair of shoes now. Dang. Did you say those have Bluetooth? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So Under Armour, I uh, settled in with Under Armour. Uh, I really, you know, looking at their products, uh, again, not a paid endorsement. I just, I use them and they're good stuff. Uh, and it really helped me because Under Armour, uh, they have a program. You can buy the shoes that have hover technology in them. And then you can download the app and it connects the app to your shoes. So it can, it measures like you put in your data, right? My name, age, height, weight, sex. Uh, it's only male, female though. That's the weird part. It only gives you a male, female. Huh. Um, that's not right. Yeah. yeah. So, they, they, they should have more like 64 options. They are not woke yeah. enough. No, they're not. Yeah, I didn't. Should write a letter. I didn't have a spot in there where I could identify <laughs> as a bitch because I, I was a bitch a few times, <laughs> uh, a lot of times, um, and I don't mean that. There's no gender to that bitch. That just means um, sissy, sissy, um, bitch. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, without getting too sidetracked into that, uh, they have that program and it'll measure your stride length, and it'll measure every step you take. It measures your strike angle, and if you're, I, I can't think of the word. I'm gonna say pronated, or if you're, you can't. know, yeah, if you're, you're just like, if you're laying on the outside of your, your heel your or camber, inside, there you go, the camber of your. So it measures everything, right? Like the the strike angle, how flat, blah blah blah. The the repetition and and the speed of your strikes, um, all that stuff, and it'll basically as you're running. If you select the program, it will take all that information coming from your feet and it will tell you how to adjust your posture from your arm swing to how you're standing to making sure your hips are over your feet and you're not over striding, blah, blah, blah. So it teaches you a better form to run longer distance. And you can go in there and you can say, I want to get faster. I want to get stronger. I want to get to where I can run longer. I mean, you can do, it'll teach, it'll do workouts and workups and, but it basically taught me how to run, you know, coming from a wrestling and football background, like I'm not a runner. I just kind of run till I crash. And so it, I, I had no idea. So I would take off on these runs. And for the first couple months, dude, I was, I was so sore. Uh, like getting out of bed some mornings would take 30 minutes. I'll bet. Like just sitting up, getting out of bed, and there were days where I'd let my feet hang off the side of the bed, and I just have to slowly roll my feet because my ankles were so, it was just I was just tired. I was Dang. I was impacting things the wrong way, but my stubborn ass was too stubborn to stop because I was forties. That's that forties. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I hear anyway, <laughs> <Yeah>. allegedly. <clears throat> so, you know, good equipment, and actually, again, checking the ego. And understanding that you may, you're going to, not may, you're, you're going to have to learn some new things. You know, you're going to have to be okay with being a beginner and you're going to have to be okay with looking like a damn fool as you're a beginner in order to get anywhere. And these little lessons, again, it's kind of weird to talk about it, but man, these little lessons that I've learned through the process have really reconnected me with you know, humility and, and humility and goals and progress and, and essentially checking all of the bullshit to the side because 
my goal matters more than my ego and my self image of what blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, I want to get here. And if it's not serving the purpose of helping me achieve that goal, then it goes to the wayside. And I had to relearn and I or learn and then relearn some things along the way, uh, not only with nutrition, but also with form and preparation and stretching. Uh, but, yeah. you know, it was uh, <clears throat> yeah. so that, that's a very, very long way of saying I just uh, finished the four by four by 48 again this last weekend. I ran it by myself. I just run it from the house. I, it's just something I'm doing on my own. Um, but you did it. You finished it. I did. Wow. Uh, I did. And I, I did Dang. a little more than I did right about 50 miles all in uh, just because I ran a little extra each time. Um, and dude, what I will say is it's still a struggle. The The way that it's set up is is so cool. And leave it to David Goggins to figure out a way to make you suffer. Surprise. <laughs> uh, but the the four hour window first dude the first like 28 miles this time or 24 miles this time i was i was like waiting to go i'm like looking at the clock on ding all right i'm off <laughs> but then as as it goes on like the things that i'm still struggling to learn is is how to eat properly because when you're running a lot eating is just something you don't want to do so adding up the calories each 4 mile run burned about 700 calories on top of your daily activity so, you know, 12 rounds at 700 calories over 48 hours, you know, adds up and trying to take in that many more calories and they have to be, you know, you want it to be decent calories and also hydrate and also salt and magnesium and potassium and all these vitamins and minerals that you need when your body's burning at such a high intensity rate that dude, I'm like by mile 28, I was struggling again. I really was. I, I got started and I was like, man, I don't like, I was having issues with my hip flexors and some cramping and some and I'm like, damn, man, like I, I got back and took an ice bath, which ice baths are a lifesaver. Um, cause they're just amazing for cooling down the joints and inflammation and getting you a restart. So I came in from one of the rounds, took an ice bath and I have a good multivitamin, um, you know, Legion Athletics is who I use. I, again, not a paid endorsement. I use him because I've read his books. Mike Matthews, I've read his books. I've, I've checked into his stuff. He's a solid dude. I recommend his stuff. Um, they're not cheap, but they are very good for what you're paying for. They're proper. Um, good value exchange. There you go. <laughs> uh so taking a good multivitamin and some other things, but I'm, I'm still learning like my dumb ass. Here I am two and a half years into this thing. And I'm still learning how to properly feed my body. Like you have to make yourself do things you don't want to, even when you're doing things you don't want to, you have to add more layers of doing things you don't want to. And one of them is eating like, dude, I, it's hard, man. When you're trying to take in an extra five to 6,000 calories a day Dang. while you are sleep deprived, sore, tired, blah, blah, blah sweaty dude and it rained and was kind of shitty cold all weekend here right mm -hmm. like it was i but i i'm sick man i love that like i took off for one run it was it was one of my midnight runs and it was just a downpour it was like sleet water rain like steam coming off me and, and dude i loved every second so what do you do when your feet get wet 
just run because everything was soaked. I was soaked from head to toe. Yeah, but like the next round, do you put on those wet shoes again? I so you just change your socks out, but you still have wet shoes. Yeah, so because I because I do ice fishing, I have a boot dryer, little yeah. boot dryer, oh, and I that's... busted that out and put my little running because yeah. there's not much to the running shoes. <laughs> yeah, they're very yeah, yeah. they're very breathable, right? Yeah. Yep. So I put them on there, and it just they they like hang them on there, and it pumps air through it, but it dries them out in about an hour. So okay. I, I had enough time to dry my shoes because right. wet shoes suck. I've done that before round after round. And that starts making your your toes wear kind of funky. That's where I got like purple toenails and toenails falling <laughs> off. And uh, yeah, so still learning. But I Dang. you know finished my 48, 50 miles this go around. Um, and then I have a, a 50K uh, all in one run coming up in April on uh, Fruita. Um, and that's going to be my first official ultra marathon event. Like. It's it's a bit intimidating. Mm-hmm. We'll drive freaky. the Dave and I'll drive the pace car, right? Yeah, we're gonna run. Right. Uh, you might not be able. I'll, I'll have a table run. set up with the beer, so the we beer. runs by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, ice cream. The O'Douls. <laughs> the O'Douls. Yeah, yeah. O'Douls. The, the NA, <laughs> NA beer, root, uh, root beer, root beer. Yeah. So it's man, it's been a journey, and it's. Wow. Uh, it's pretty crazy. And then that's one of the things, you know, to repeat, you know, social media gets painted in a bad light a lot of the times, uh, but it really is just a tool for how we decide to use it and what we surround ourselves with. Uh, I've connected with some amazing people across the entire country and across the world uh, that are into, you know, ultra running and running and just trying to do better. Uh, and those those folks are super inspiring, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, well, your story is inspiring, Matt, to go from where you were to where you're at. And I think I want to go back to what you said at the beginning. You made a comment about why you started, right? And I think that's a that's a practical life hack that I think we can throw out there for for discussion, right? So, what did you say that got you going? That after your first quarter mile. You had an aha moment. Absolutely. Right? Yep. So that aha moment is what motivated you to develop these goals and to basically end up where you're at with that whole thing, right? Absolutely. It took, it took, again, being willing to step into a realm that I knew was going to be uncomfortable. I didn't know it was going to be that uncomfortable, but then to have an honest assessment or, you know, an after action report, if you will, of exactly what happened, what went wrong. And to be honest with yourself again, like you can, you can, you can make up a lot of shit. (laughs) You can tell a lot of stories at the end of the day, but, but until you're willing to look yourself in the mirror and go, yeah, you have been lying to yourself and and look in in your own eyes and go do better mm-hmm. like but but it takes that honest assessment and in that and again uh to david goggins credit again like that is part of his book you know he say he calls it sorry mic drop step on <laughs> mic drop man um <laughs> technical difficulties uh get that corrected right away uh, calling the cavalry. Um, he calls it the accountability mirror. 
And it's literally you standing in front of your mirror and writing down exactly what sucks and what you need to do about it and how you're going to get there and, and putting it on sticky notes in front of you and having that discussion every day and out loud like you son of a bitch like and i'm I'm pointing at the window but i'm pretending mm. to point in the mirror right now so someday when we get a video feed um <laughs> like you son of a bitch you said you were going to grow every day and the days that i i could struggle to get out of bed and like the whole time i'm just thinking you dude you said like the bullshit the buck stops here every single day until i do this and then by the time you do it you know you've built enough momentum that uh you know, honestly, man, I haven't even, I haven't even wanted, I haven't even thought about having a drink or beer or wine in easily the last year and change. Like, it's just not, it's not even a part of who I am anymore. Like, I, I, I that's another thing that's kind of humbled me along the way, right? Um, <clears throat> you know, you, you, you talk about how people change or you, you listen to people talk about how they've changed or how they've really reborn themselves. And and sometimes, you know, some of us look, look through the lens of, eh, I don't know if that's really possible. Uh, and, and I'm here to tell you it is. I'm here to tell you that with the proper work and, and really, if you're committed to doing it, you can do it. Well, with that, mo- the, when you have that aha moment about yeah. whatever it is in your life, if it's your finances, mm-hmm. like, man, I'm sick and tired of being broke and, and not, you know, having any money at the end of the month, right? So when you hit that time, that point, you know, where the 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 pain of continuing exceeds the pain of change, that's when you have the aha moment and then you actually get change, right? Yeah. So I think until then, so but again, that can you can translate that across all of humanity, right? I mean, everyone will have those issues. It's not gonna be running right for most people, but right. Maybe it's a relationship issue or maybe it's, you know, whatever, pick your, pick your issue, whatever it is. And if you're struggling with it, you know, there's a way out, there's a way to change. And so, yeah, that, that's, that's really encouraging. I'm seeing a little bit different perspective on this too. And it's called pride, you know, and I think, um, you know, I go back to the day when I was a Hercules in the gym, or at least I thought I was, (laughs) you know, I'm past the pink weights, but (laughs) The, Dave, uh, Dave was an animal. <laughs> he, he was. Yeah. He was. Uh-huh. Still Call is. Mr. But, Clean. But Mr. the problem Clean. is. Took a lot of some, years of work to get there, Dave. Yeah, boy, I'll tell you. Yeah, 30 some odd years. 35. Right. That's almost. commitment, man. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, sucking that pride and getting rid of that out of our lives is going to make a huge difference just from what you experienced. You know, you were all gung-ho and, and you could have quit. You could have quit after that first, what, quarter mile or whatever it is. But you were determined to look at, yourself in, look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? Okay, so I do suck. And, you know, there's mornings that the mirror is not my friend either because there's there's times I look in the mirror in the morning and I'm thinking, oh, my God, what have you become? Are you exactly what you should be? Mm-hmm. And if if you're not, why are you not working harder and, you know, starting over, if you will? And the starting over is the hardest part because – at times you, especially, I can relate a lot of things to the gym. You go into the gym, and I've had some hand surgeries here in the last year, uh, which really suck for for everything 
gym related, but going to the gym when you're used to being able to lift a lot of weight and knowing that people that are doing the same thing, um, you know, are excelling above you all of a sudden for a while. And, and it's, it's hard and it's prideful because you don't want to go in and, and show that you're weak again, but we are all weak in some mm-hmm. way right? or in some parts and times in life. Well, if you admit that, so, you know, to yourself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. start, you'll be honest, right? Who, yep. you, who are you fooling? Right? Suck up the pride, start over. Mm-hmm. And, don't kid uh, yourself. Yep. Or else you're just going to stay there. Dude, the, the ego, the ego is, it's such a, it's such a weird balance, right? Because there's, to me, there's a, a fine line between ego and wanting to be better, right? Like the, the ego is the one that tells you, well, you know, you're not the best in here. So what are you doing? But the, the person in you that, that wants to do better like you've got to smash the ego because if you don't, if you don't start and stay consistent, like you're never going to give yourself the chance at ever achieving. But the ego, man, to me, the ego was, uh, was the killer. And the ego was the one that wanted me to drink beer Mm -hmm. and hang out and, you know, and it just like, it's, uh, I don't know, man, if there was one thing I could change, go back and change, uh, I would, I would change that. I would recognize the need to smash my ego a long time ago. Uh, cause again, you know, like it's, uh, everybody has a past, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody's a beginner at times, everybody, uh, but you know, to, to be able to just admit, like you said, Dave, it's, it's, you got to. Got to be able to just admit it. Mm-hmm. Check the ego. Check the pride. Yep. And leave it at the door. <laughs> and that's what leads you to what works, man. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not complicated. Like you you hear about life hacks and people want to hire trainers, which is fine, man. These people are knowledgeable. They they can teach you the lingo and the moves and the and the form. But it's not complicated. Like just consistency mm-hmm. is where it's at. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. that honesty aha habits. moment, right? Yeah. It all kind of comes down to aha, that. Check your ego. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like you said, Dwayne, with finances, it's the same thing. You know, if you're if you're struggling financially, I mean, if you sit down and have that honest assessment of your finances, one, um, you're gonna see if you have more time to take on more work or another job to increase your finances. You probably do. Um, two, what do you need versus what do you want? Uh, you got to have that real conversation. And if you don't, then you're just kidding yourself. You're just on a hamster wheel, right? Yeah. Uh, what do you need? Do you need a new iPhone every time they come out? No, you don't. Do you need a new car every time they come out? No, you don't. But we, we get caught up in that consumer egotistical mind. I would, man, I could relate the ego to all that in my mind. Um, so it's yeah. just having the ability to be honest, right? I feel like you're preaching at me right now with Cabela's. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I need Cabela's. Dude, you know what's you know what's crazy about that comment is I've had a, I've had a lot of people like come up because I'm I've lost about forty pounds, and but I, that wasn't my goal. 
I've lost about 40 pounds and I, I didn't even really realize it because I was just committed to my goals. But I, the first time I went to put on like a, a pair of pants, I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. Like these aren't even, <laughs> these aren't even close. And wow. And then I saw some friends the next summer at the lake and I actually had quite a few come up. They're like, oh my God, what are you doing? I need to know how you did that. And I, the first time I got asked, I, I was looking at it. I didn't know if they were serious. You know, I'm like, oh, ha ha ha. They're like, no, man, what are you doing? You, This is incredible. Are you on drugs? Do you need help? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I just. Where are you getting your crap? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I looked down and I'm like, oh, oh, shit. Like you're. You're, you're serious. I, okay. Uh, sorry. I've never really, uh, I'm, I'm just running. And they're like, well, you're just running. Well, how, well, what are you, how much you running? I'm like, well, oh man, I run like 50 or 60 miles a week. And they're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then I start, they're like, well, tell me more about it. And I have these conversations and I I've had, and, and when I'm having these conversations, like I'm, I'm, I'm really just talking to myself right now. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to preach, but I've, I've had multiple people like, well, you're going to call me out like that. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I'm just calling myself out. So obviously, obviously it's relatable. It, it, it's relatable because when I call myself yeah. out like that and I tell people how I called myself out, they feel like I'm calling them out. So it, there must be some truth there for all of us. That's just another thing I think we all have in yeah. common. Well, that, that strikes a tone with everyone, right? Everybody has dreams and desires and goals and stuff that they wish they would have accomplished and maybe they're not there yet. So I think everyone, right? For that reason. And that's, maybe, again, maybe not all running. Well, it doesn't have to be, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You, you can apply that anyway. Yeah. I think any, I think any one of those categories like you said it could be financially it could be strength training it could be running it could be your relationships it could be your knowledge of god and the bible and your spirituality and your religion mm -hmm. it can be it can be any one of those things that if you truly dedicate yourself to and you start becoming looking from an outside in perspective you start looking like you're becoming better there's some people that just immediately get threatened by that and there are others who genuinely seek advice like hey i see that's working what are you doing and then you peel off another layer when you start talking about it and people understand they start understanding maybe what it takes and then it's like this and, and i say this because this used to be me so guilty um well i don't have the time or oh, i've got to bum this or this or i just can't seem to figure out how to like the excuse generator kicks off and it's, it's just this weird reaction that people have. And it's not anyone in particular. Again, I I'm pointing the finger directly in my own face when I say these things. So if you're taking offense, I take offense with you. Um, <laughs> I feel you're your pain. You're offended by your offense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> their offense. I, I'm an offender. Civ. Equal opportunity offender <laughs> shit does that make me a they them <laughs> i believe it does. Did i just talk to myself in the third person um, <laughs> oh man man i got i thought we weren't going that's there, it matt dang it po podcast over <laughs> peace out what's in this cigar <laughs> back uh, off that la back off that last little part there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so anyway <laughs> so it, it's 
but it's the excuse generator in your mind that just automatically starts ticking. And, and man, Dwayne, you, you said it perfectly. Like it, it takes each individual, no matter what that goal that you set out to do, it just takes the pain of change becomes less than the pain of the same, right? Or the excuses, you just have to look at your list of excuses and say, none of that is going to keep me from moving forward. And sometimes that's a quarter mile run. Sometimes that's upwards of 48 and 50 mile run. But if you don't put the excuses down, like you'll never get there. I get it, man. I got a lot of reasons why. I'm telling you, during this last weekend, there were more times than not where I was out running in the middle of the night or the middle of the day by myself on my own, in my own little world, where I would go through that in my own head. Still, to this day, it happens every single time I go out, and that's why I like it, because I find that edge where I don't know what it is. There's like this little voice that's like, oh. That hurts. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> That's probably good for today. Why are you doing this? Uh, that's the sissy. The sissy. That's that inner bitch. Your inner sissiness. Yeah, yeah. Total. Bitch, yeah. Total inner bitch voice. And it's it, every time it finds me. Every single time. So that that's a good point because if anyone hits their hits that issue head on, whatever that is in your life, that aha moment that that you realize that okay, my finances, my whatever it is. When you punch that thing, it will punch back, right? Every I mean, there's, time. There's not a time when you when you you encounter your biggest struggle where it's not a struggle and it's just super easy, right? But I think the perseverance that builds the the strength, the character, yeah, all that stuff, right? That's all. That's all part of the journey, right? I think that that's where you get the the stories is from your journey through that the perseverance stuff. So, and yeah, it, very very in, inspiring, Matt. Well, and it takes a, I mean, I say that because like we all, maybe we all don't. I, in my lifetime, I always wanted to believe like when you look at some of the David Goggins's and Cameron Haynes or the Joe Montana's or Michael Jordan's or, you know, you look at the the greats at whatever, Usain Bolt, you name it, um, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ronnie Coleman, who, whoever those greats are, you look at them and, and there's this, this voice in my head that's always like man they don't really struggle with that anymore they're so good that it just they're 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 killing it but i guarantee you like just like with what i deal with every day like i guarantee you they are internalizing that conversation every single time they practice every time they go out and do it every time they compete as they're building up to it, as they're committed to it, just like every single time I go run, it's not that conversation happens every single time. And it's just my inner bitch might have a hundred reasons why I should stop running this time. Right. But my goal is to have a hundred and one. Yeah. Why I'm one not going to listen. One more. Yeah. There's lots of books on just that. The one more. Yeah. Got outvoted. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. takes one. Yeah. But it, but it, it happens every time, I guess is what I'm getting at. Right. Yeah, another way to to put it, the do you know the difference between a novice and an expert? You guys heard of that? The difference? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
50 years in Paul? No, sorry. Five minutes. Ah. Is the difference between novice and expert level. Really? It's that extra five, that extra rep, that extra set, yeah. that extra five minutes of effort, that marketing, that extra phone call. You know, Makes all these, these, the one extra thing you do is what, because when, when do you really start building? Is it the first rep or the last one that's tearing your muscles apart, right? Yep. That, it's, it's always the last thing you do. If you, you do one more, five more minutes, extra well, five pounds. probably exponentially increase your success if you could, yeah. you know, mentally persevere to that. So, yeah, it's that's the, good. the mental chess game. You know, I guess to touch on that just a little bit too, like spoiler alert, if you're going to get started in this crazy world of whatever, um, like it becomes this mental game. Like when you set out day by day, knowing that it's going to take you four hours of this activity before you're struggling. So four hours of just going through a motion. Mm -hmm. And then when you hit that inner bitch voice at four hours, when you're tired and sore, like I tell myself right then, I'm like, this, you, this is exactly why you just put in four hours to get to this point. What are you going to do now? Are you going to give up the last four mm -hmm. hours and stop because you're uncomfortable? Or are you going to go a little further into uncharted territory? But it, to, I, I say that sitting here in this room, like it's easy to say that now, but when you're, when you're in that last rep or you're tired and don't want to make that last phone call, or you don't want to work the extra two hours on a Saturday because you're, you know, you're tired or you want to go mess around rather than financially stable. Like those are the moments and, and you have to have, that's where it's, it's discipline, not motivation, right? Mm -hmm. Like discipline means it's just going to get done. Like it doesn't matter. The alarm goes off and, and Jocko willing, he's, he's the king of this. And I, that's why I like that guy. He's like, look, that alarm goes off. I don't even think about it. I just, I just get up and get moving. This has to happen. It doesn't matter. I, why am I going to ask myself if I feel like doing it? Cause I'm going to do it anyway. So don't even entertain that. You just do it like that is discipline. And you know, that's a huge deal right there. There is a difference between motivation and discipline. And it's not just the spelling, Dwayne. Just <laughs> No, the, the motivation, <laughs> you, motivation comes and Thank goes, you. right? But discipline is the thing that, uh, is that driver every day, just every day happen. Yeah. D discipline, discipline carries you from motivation mm -hmm. to motivation. Yeah. And when you're motivated, right. And yep. it feels good. Enjoy it. Yeah. Cause it's not always going to be that way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So man, anyway, guys, like it's, uh, it's always weird again, you know, talking through this, I, I please don't. I am a beginner at all this, you know, take this advice as what, what it is, but, uh, you know, just yeah, know that you've improved more, you know, you're in the upper echelon as far as that goes. I mean, really, who, who does that? <laughs> yeah. There's people out there, but around here, I mean, that that's commitment. You went from literally nothing to where you're at now in a short period of time and you yeah, have goals and man, you, that's super inspiring. Like, man, that's, I, fun, I, I can't say I'm going to go do that. I'm a runner. Don't get me wrong. I like running, but not maybe that much. But <laughs> <laughs> some other areas I'm going to challenge. <laughs> Dave, what about you? Are you going to run? Are you inspired uh, to go run? Not, not, right to run? not right now, but I'm thinking about it tomorrow morning. I'll run the hell out some, of some downhill. <laughs> I, do, I, I do have to tell you, though, it, it's uh, 
what Matt says, it is kind of humiliating, humiliating, although you're your own worst critic and you were by yourself and so forth. Try going to a spin class on a Friday morning at six o'clock with nothing but old ladies <laughs> and me parked in the back. I can't even keep up with them. Hats off to the girls. I'm telling you, they're Dang. animals. The, and, and, and have you ever been to a spin class? It's up I, and down and I up have. and down and fast and slow and it kills me. And these, these older ladies are rocking it in there. Dang. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've gotten my ass kicked in a lot of those classes by it. Good on them, man. They, they and they've earned every, yeah. I, I hope my hope for them, Dave is in those classes that when I'm like, I hope that they look back at me and they're like, <laughs> yeah. I really do. Good for them, man. I agree. Because they yeah, have put they, in they the freaking time. They started They started yeah. there, right? Mm-hmm. No one ever mm-hmm. and, you know, starts off doing that. I mean, I'm at a place yeah. where I almost hope I hear them do that. So it'll Girls. motivate yeah. me in the middle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> Watch me die on this bike today. <laughs> no, I just have so much respect for people that are like that. They're persistent and disciplined. Yeah. So I agree, good. man. Good. I agree. So no, I appreciate it, fellas. I uh again, man. Enjoy the journey. Uh don't be afraid to be a beginner. But uh man, ch- ch- check the ego. You gotta put the excuses aside and uh it's okay to be a beginner. Anyone can do it. They really can. Yep. I'm convinced. I'm gonna start. If I can do it, man, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. So right on, fellas. Well, with that Thanks for listening. Yep. Cheers. See ya. Peace out.